Hey there, and welcome to the North County Beat. This is a podcast from the Coast News Group. My name is Kelly Kyle. I'm a reporter with the Coast News, and I have a passion for phenomenal podcasts. Our paper is pretty well known throughout North County, so we decided to take it to the next level and bring you this local news podcast. Now you can stay in the know while you're on the go by getting the top stories right to your phone. We've got a quick shout out before we get underway. This one goes to our longtime sponsor of the Coast News, Tip Top Meats in Carlsbad. Order your Thanksgiving Day turkeys now at Tip Top Meats. Big John wants to thank his many loyal customers as they celebrate 52 years of serving the highest quality meats at a great value. Make sure you stop by their shop in Carlsbad on Paseo del Norte. Now, without further ado, let's take a look at some of the top stories in our region right now. Two more horses died at the Del Mar racetrack, bringing the total number of deaths to four since the fall meet started about two weeks ago. Two other horses died during the fall meet's opening weekend. Yet prior to these fatalities, the racetrack had observed an unprecedented safe summer season. Dr. Alina Vale is a veterinarian who was hired over the summer to monitor horse safety during training. She said there is always a risk with horse racing, and it's up to society to decide how much they're willing to take on. Unfortunately, we're never going to reach a zero fatality rate when horses are racing at speed. So it's up to society to determine what level of risk is acceptable and how long they will give the racing industry to attain that level. Over the summer, there were three deaths in training, but zero racing fatalities. This comes as Santa Anita Racetrack is fielding the backlash of almost 40 horse fatalities since last year. With Thanksgiving right around the corner, many of us may also be thinking about our plans for the next day, and in some cases, that same night. Yep, we are talking about Black Friday, and it has a lot of fantastic deals in store, but have you given Small Business Saturday a try? It is an official thing, and businesses all over North County participate. On Saturday, November 30th, Small businesses from Carlsbad to Encinitas to Escondido will offer exclusive deals and host events to help boost profits, of course, but also promote shopping small. Head to thecoastnews.com to see what's going on in your area. In Vista, the Boys and Girls Club is getting into the holiday spirit with its fourth annual Adopt-A-Family program, which aims to assist families in need during the holiday season. They currently serve around 25 families per year, with volunteers asked to donate items based off of a wish list made by their adopted family. Those who want to participate can sign up through the Boys and Girls Club of Vista's website. For fans of the theater, the Moonlight Amphitheater in Vista just announced a special lineup for this summer in celebration of their 40th anniversary. Founded in 1980, the local theater company has tackled a handful of legendary plays and musicals. The summer season starts May 13th, and the lineup includes An American in Paris, Something Rotten, Cinderella, Ragtime, and Kinky Boots. And the Carlsbad football team is back. They made it to the CIF San Diego Section Championship for the first time in 13 years. The number three ranked Lancers will take on the number one ranked Helix High at Southwestern College on Saturday, November 23rd. Carlsbad upset number two ranked Cathedral Catholic on November 15th to reach the title game as the team seeks its first title win since the 2006 season. 
Coast News reporter Steve Paterski sat down with the ninth-year head coach, Thad McNeil, to talk about the big game and what it means for the local football program. This is your biggest game in 13 years, so just tell me a little bit about the atmosphere around campus and with the team about going into the CIF final. Uh, you know, there's definitely a buzz on our campus and within, uh, you know, the football community here at Carlsbad. Uh, over the weekend, I got more text messages than I can ever remember. People just being so excited and congratulating us on such a big win and such a great opportunity for the Open Division Championship. Um, you know, you had very, a lot of success offensively and defensively. What are some of the things that you guys need to do to continue that and obviously hopefully get into the state playoffs? Well, you know, I always go back to fundamentals of uh, we've done such a good job on defense tackling and and they're so talented so we gotta be able to tackle them and not let them break tackles and make big plays um, our kicking game continuing to be solid we had a little breakdown in the game against Cathedral uh, but we've been very very good all season and then offensively um, it always comes down to not turn the ball over and protecting your quarterback and uh, you know th those for us are the keys to, su to success. What challenges does Helix provide? I mean obviously they've been here before they're a well-established program um, so what are some of those things that you guys need to do to stop them from being successful? Well their overall team speed is is really really uh, impressive um, they're they're big and physical um, they're really well coached they do a great job over there and uh, you know they got tradition and, and they got pride in their program and uh, you know it's a, it's, a, it's a great challenge for us we can't wait Offensively, you know, your quarterback has been very efficient. Um, you know, Cole Wright has been a star for you guys. So what are some of the things you like in those matchups against Helix that you guys think you can take advantage of? Well, uh, you know, it's just the game's always about matchups. So we, we got to get uh, our personnel against their personnel, and our guys, uh, you know, have to have to win some of them, you know, and it's, 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 it's a great challenge. They play pressure defense and so therefore you're going to have some one-on-one -on -one opportunities and, and hopefully you come out on top when you have those uh, chances. And defensively you mentioned that you guys are a bit smaller up front but you got speed so how do you guys capitalize on on those attributes to stop and slow them down? Yeah so you you got to match you know they're big and strong and we're small and quick so you know we got to put our players in a good situation and just what our guys do well is they just play really really hard and they play with really good technique and that can overcome size and strength um, nine times out of ten. How do you keep them focused going into such a big game? You know, with this group, because we're so senior-oriented and they've been in a bunch of big games before, um, I don't feel like, you know, they're, they're just so hungry and they're so excited for the next opportunity. Um, keeping them focused is, is, is not, uh, has not been a challenge. You know, we just go about, now we're going to go on about this, uh, this day, another work day. We're in our preparation mode. It's like all week long we're studying uh, for a big final exam, and, and, and Saturday will be the exam. A lot of great stuff happening in Carlsbad and around the county. As always, if you want more information on anything you heard in the headlines today, make sure you check out thecoastnews.com or pick up our paper for free from any stands that you see around the county with our name on it. Before we wrap up with our first ever episode of the North County Beat, we've got one more pretty exciting story to share with you. Could you please tell Mr. Tattletail that he is not the color of the sun? I would, but we're no longer speaking. We both know I'm clearly the color of the sun because on Thursday you used me to color Kids the sun. Kids reading books to dogs, cats, and rabbits. Adorable, right? It's a program called Happy Tales, hosted by the Rancho Coastal Humane Society, and it started earlier this year. Basically, local kids over the age of six are invited to the shelter once a month to read their favorite books aloud to animals and residents. 
The voice you just heard was 10-year-old Cassidy Russell, a Cardiff resident who placed her carpet square in front of a kennel with three small hound mixes, Bayou, Lafitte, and Pim. What did she read them? This is the day the crayons quit. So it's um, about the crayons writing this boy Duncan a letter because they're complaining about, like, they get to draw different things, but some of them are annoyed. At first, the program may sound like just a cute way to get little ones involved with the shelter, but it's actually a lot more than that. The kids can practice their reading skills while the animals can practice their people skills. Humane Society educator Lizzie Hart explains that this is a huge perk when you're a rescue dog, cat, or bunny in search of your forever home. It's nice for the animals because it's an unforced interaction. So they're seeing kids and the kids are calm and quiet and reading to them, but not touching them. So it actually helps the dogs that are sometimes fearful with, the, um, with kids and things like that. And it's calming for the dogs and helps them de-stress. Hart introduced this program to the Humane Society after hearing about other shelters in the country with similar offerings. Typically, the young readers are encouraged to spend about 15 to 20 minutes with each animal to give them time to calm down if they're a little excited. The young readers also benefit, becoming more confident voicing words on a page, which is often one of the most terrifying things that a kid can get called on to do in a classroom setting. Anyone remember popcorn reading? Humane Society PR director John Van Zanti explains there is a big difference between reading to dogs and reading to other classmates. A, a kid who maybe is afraid to read in front of their class at school because somebody will make fun of them or tease them or something like that, the animals don't do that. They just look like, wow, this is the best thing ever. I realize she's a video need, but I happen to feel... I connect with this woman that's palpable. Notice that my butter is very... Nine-year-old Jillian Russell is Cassidy's sister. When she reads to dogs at the shelter, she feels like she takes more nuggets away from her favorite stories. When I'm reading books, sometimes like I tune out a little bit, so reading to the dogs is just a way to make, like, I don't know. You, like, understand yeah. it more, yeah. maybe get yeah. more out of it. yeah. Happy Tales has also been a great way to teach these kids about giving back to the community. Cassidy and Jillian's mom, Michelle, loves that about this program. You know, I really want them to understand that that should be a part of their life and giving back to the community and whatnot. And it's pretty easy when you have cute dogs. I mean, it's a pretty easy give back, you know, reading cute dogs, you know, confidence. Works out really well for everyone. Ultimately, Happy Tales is a win-win for both the animals, the kids, and the parents. However, it can be a little bittersweet when dogs get adopted. We'll let Jillian explain. I'd rather have them not be here, but sometimes I wish they still were here so I could see them. <laughs> They're like, I love you, but I also want you to have a home. <laughs> yeah. Happy Tales is just one part of many educational programs that Heart and the Humane Society offer for the kids. If you're a parent interested in checking out Happy Tales, or just someone who loves dogs and wants to volunteer, you can get more information on the Rancho Coastal Humane Society's website. That's all for our official first episode of the North County Beat. Thank you all for listening and supporting Hyperlocal News. You guys are the reason that we do this work, and we are grateful to have such an awesome community in our court. 
On that note, we've got a couple of people to recognize. The reporters who contributed to this episode, Lexi Broat, Tawny McCray, Steve Petersky, and Alex Wurung. Our editor-in-chief, Abraham Jewett. Our associate publisher, Chris Kidd. And our publisher, Jim Kidd. Make sure you all follow The Coast News on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram for more updates. And share the North County Beat with friends, coworkers, neighbors, anyone you know who loves podcasts and could benefit from a little more local news in their life. Which, let's be real, who couldn't use a little more local news? I'm Kelly Kyle. Thank you all for listening, and we will see you next time. 